It's August 31st, 2018, and you're listening to the Architecture Happy Hour. I'm Laura. And I'm Holly. And it's a two-drink minimum, so grab your glass and let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to the Architecture Happy Hour podcast. This is Laura Davis. I'm your host and also an architect and interior designer here in Dallas at HPD Architecture and Interiors. And this time of year when the kids are now back in school, it kind of is a nice surprise when you get the opportunity to learn something new. And for my 10-year-old and my 3-year-old, that's a daily occurrence. But for somebody who's been in the industry, probably getting close to 20 years, uh, that's a little less frequent. So what I'd like to share with you today on the podcast is an interview that I did with my friend Susan Morrow, who is a PR and reputation management specialist. That's her day job. But actually, the interesting thing that she does do outside of Dallas is she and her husband participate in the antique show in Round Top, Texas. And anybody that's in Texas knows that that's a legendary show and people travel from all over to get there. And what was fun about this episode is that I actually truly was amazed at some of the trends and um, things that she was seeing, things that she shared with us about the show enjoy the interview. Well, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Um, I'm really excited to have a special guest with us today. Miss Susan Morrow is joining us. And Susan, why don't you give us a little inside info on who you are and what you do here in Dallas. And then we'll get to know a little bit more about what you do outside of Dallas. (laughs) Okay. Um, Thank you, Laura. And it's a pleasure to be here. I am a Uh, public relations reputation management specialist. Uh, I've had an uh, actually business for over 25 years and and it's been a utmost pleasure to have been working with Laura and Holly at HBD Architecture for almost 10 years. So uh, and so I also have a side or fun Part of life, and that is participating. Um, and this has really started with my husband's business, who is an antique uh, dealer. Uh, he's been involved with antiques and collectibles for a long time, and he has participated in antique and collectible shows for a number of years. And a huge show that we attend, and I've always, to me, this has been my favorite, because maybe because it is big, or maybe it's just because of all the fun people I meet, is the two uh, shows at Round Top, Texas, spring and fall each year. And we are there um, for almost a week in terms of uh, selling. We have a lot of uh, uh, people who come by, not only from Texas area, from around the country. And even a few from Europe. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, it's a huge. That's huge amazing. Deal. So uh, Laura asked me to give a, some insight as to what was happening at the current show, which was just held uh, the end of March, beginning of April, and what we called the Spring Show at the Big Red Barn uh, venue. And I'm 
delighted to do so because glean some ideas and trends and and what I saw and how this is changing each year. Yeah, each this show. is this is fascinating. So of course everyone knows that we we focus on residential architecture and interior design. And so we sort of live and breathe that all the time. And Susan um, of course works with us and has like she said is known as forever. Um, and ever since we've been working with you a couple times a year, she goes, uh, I'm going off the grid. I'll call you when I get there and we might have Wi-Fi, we might not. Um, so she works really hard for us even when she's working these antique shows. But it's so fun to hear when you come back what sort of trends that you're seeing because it actually changes every show that you go to. And what's fascinating is that, as we've been talking, that we've realized that it very closely mimics and overlaps with the design trends that we're seeing in our own business, which is what, in the general marketplace, what sort of, um, you know, what people are looking for to decorate their home. And so you, it sounds like you're seeing the same thing there. And what, what is surprising to me is that you're seeing a wide range of ages as well. It's when I think of an antique show, I think, oh, it's all going to be retired folks that are, you know, on vacation and they're just stopping by to, you know, see what is the latest, you know, thing they have to have. But you're saying that's not quite the case. No, probably for the first time at any show have been the number of millennials and some, whether they're single, whether they're couples, whether they have young families, they were there in numbers. Interesting. Uh, the reality, the, the older people that you mentioned, those retired folks, were really few and far between. Um, oh, interesting. There were, of course, the established uh, folks, quote, who um, downsizing their homes. Uh, so we're looking for items to the new future home that they're moving to. But the reality of the millennials are fascinating and were fascinating to me uh, because what we're seeing, they are becoming minimalists. Now, they're also having a craving for the nostalgia. Okay, so hold on a second. Yeah, so you're saying minimalists, but they're going to these antique shows, which always makes me think of lots of kitschy, little, cluttery, knick-knacky things. Is that not the case? That's That's not not what they're looking for? They're looking for the simple. They're looking for the practical. So let me give an example. You take a table, a simple table that's solid, may have been in a farmhouse, Sure. And they see that, oh, how practical this would be in my house because I could put things on it, we can eat off it, and what a perfect piece. Yet I know it's going to endure. And that That is is the key. Yeah, say that again because that is a huge word right there. It is these pieces, whether they're wood and most of them are, endure. That's what they want. That's huge. That is huge. They It will not break apart. Which we don't, I mean, I think of millennials and we think they're moving all the time. They don't really invest in possessions because they want experiences. And I'm, I'm generalizing horribly here, so please forgive me if this doesn't fit you. <laughs> but so maybe that's counterintuitive, but it sounds like they're actually craving this connection with how life used to be. Is how that right? How life used to be. 
And actually, they're taking a cue from the baby boomer generation. Really? And we baby boomers, and I'm going to include myself. I'm okay. not, not aging myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm at that end of the baby boomer. They love to have. They're finding grandma's trunk in the attic. Let's get that down and put it with the contemporary pieces. Millennials are picking up on that, all right, because they see the same. And remember, millennials, 10 to 1, were born to <laughs> those baby boomers. And so they want to keep a piece. Now, big furniture, no, but something small, because as we know, they move, just like you said, Laura. Right. They move from play. But yet, if it's simple, practical, that's what they want. They want that box that they, for those young families, have a toolbox that they can put the kids' toys, but they know it's solid, that the toys aren't going to, you know, the box isn't going to break. When, well, and that it's decorative. And that, it's decorative. That they can make it, it a part of, of their living yes. room and not worry about having to hide it. Yeah. Or that it all yeah. automatically looks like a playroom. Exactly. Right. So that double duty. And that it'll stay with them as the kids age and or as they grow. Exactly. And that it can evolve mm -hmm. with the family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Exactly. And we'll stay in the family. Uh-huh. And that's another piece, too. Uh, the endure, the nostalgia, but then to pass on the legacy to their growing families. Um, we sell boxes. Uh, and so when you say boxes, like you're talking wooden boxes, wood, wood crates, wood boxes uh, in some, yes, are you, crates. Are you saying like shoebox size or are we talking coffee table size? Or? We're talking a combination of, but primarily the medium sized boxes. Okay. Somewhere in between. People, someone where in between. Okay. Uh, it might've transported uh, wine bottles, uh, my olive oil. Okay. Um, sugar. Bananas. I mean, I'm th you know. Okay, so that's but, that crazy yeah, size. Yeah, that size. Different sizes. Yeah, first But they were solid, and that's what they used to ship in company. You know, right? manufacturing companies would ship their right. items. Now, these boxes are nicely shined up, all, you know, have the lid. They, look, they certainly are old, but they are beautifully uh, just ready to use. And that's the point, too, because, again, these... Young people in particular, they they want something easy. They don't want to have to do. They're not coming in here. Oh, get uh, to let me fix up this table. Let me fix up this shelf. They yeah, this is not a DIY kind this of. This is not thing. a DIY. Right. No, they want this decor that's decor. ready to. Yeah, and that or any other small accessories that way. So Round Top really specializes. This is is it all one hundred percent authentic, real. Antique yes. pieces. These uh, are real antique not pieces. current made pieces that have been made to look no now old. Okay, round top is a really a, a plethora of different um, okay types of items, um, meaning craft the old the you know the collectible the crafts all of the above, but the main venues and as I said we were at the big red barn that is antique only. Um, there's another venue like that as well. So, in other words, they try to keep maintain that antique focus. So, Susan, you had mentioned that you actually had a couple really fun stories of actual customers that you interacted with. You mm -hmm. want to? Could you share those with us? Yeah, 
Yeah, um, a young mother came in um, with, uh, she had her child with her, but she was, I, yeah, she was with her sister, and they were back and forth. They were looking at these boxes, and there was a blue box that they particularly liked, um, and again, color, note on the color, and she said, oh, I need this to put my son's toys in because he scatters them everywhere and I don't have anything solid, but yet I don't want him to get into the box, really. So. Oh, how funny. And this had a lid. And she said, so she and her sister tried to open the lid. You know, do you think this is, you know, heavy enough that he can't get into? It was the funniest. Funny, funny. They were seriously investigating that box. They really wanted to know. <laughs> and to make sure there were no holes in it that he could... And I was laughing oh because I had the visual of the, you know, whoever this little... And apparently the little one was... This was another little one, so I don't know the <laughs> aforementioned uh-huh. child who was going into the toy. But this was important, but it took a step further. Not only practical... You know, they were probably in their 20s. Oh, uh, wow. But they, yeah, it was very important to them from a practical that they she knew she could put his items in this in that box uh-huh. and he wouldn't get them. <laughs> so, or they wouldn't break. Um, so I love that. So yeah. I had a sense of where she wanted to put it and what room. We talked. Yeah, that so, must be really fun to get to know your clients, even if it's just briefly. Yeah. But to know that that special thing that you picked out as a dealer mm-hmm. is going to go to a really wonderful home and that they've got a very specific use in mind. And Yes. Yeah, that is fun. Yes. Um, I had, uh, there was another, uh, actually this was a young couple who were redesigning their bar area and they were looking to stack boxes, which is very common, by the mm-hmm. way. People love to do that. It's very efficient in some way. Yeah. And, um, of course, in the bar, they want to have things in the, in those boxes. Of course. <laughs> of course. But in this case, uh, and she had a set of, she knew which wines that she wanted. Now, we didn't oh. have all the wine names, but we had just several. Oh, that's an Italian wine. I have been looking for this, oh, funny. and I. This is what I, you know. So she bought that plus another couple of little boxes that she could put in her, in her bar. But she was but, very interested in what had been stored in them in originally. What was stored originally, and all oh, this was. Fun. And then they want to know how old, of course. Oh, of course. And when we got into a story of how they must have transported, you know, this company from Italy or to the U.S. and where this box, and if the box could talk, the stories it could talk. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I think that's probably why I love working with with existing homes and older homes, Mm because they do tell a story. Mm -hmm. And especially if they're old enough to have been renovated several times and have been sort of influenced and molded and and changed with each family that has lived in them, Mm -hmm. that each family leaves their mark on that thing or Mm -hmm. that house that Mm -hmm. it served them while they lived there. And then they, you know, their lives move on. And so they move on and and then the next family comes and makes it their own. And mm-hmm. and so, yeah, that, like we said, that idea of legacy is, um, that's very strong. 
Very, very strong. Yeah. And by the way, I might add for you designers out there, not just for, you know, the quote, end user. Let's talk about, too, the interior designers, others who are out there looking for their own clients. Uh, I had the privilege, really, of talking to a couple of uh, folks. Uh, one, uh, Cynthia Anderson with Southwestern Elegance, been in the industry a long time, 35 years. She's had her business, and she is saying architectural and industrial pieces still have never wavered. So although we talk about the woods, we talk about nostalgia, we talk about simplicity, these items are still hot. So so pieces with character. Pieces with character. But if you think about they have their story to tell. Right. And again, architectural pieces go look at the focus we're seeing in the pad, you know, outdoor. Mm-hmm. Furniture. Look what people are doing to their decks by the pool. Look what they're doing just in, you know, patios, the sunroom. Uh, Laura, you know the language. You, <laughs> that's what you do for a living. You sure. build these. But that's why they want these items. So this is very significant. Um, along with, as I said, this little piece of, of grandma. So right. Speak. So have you seen a lot of influence from the HGTV Shows in particular, and not far from Round Top, actually, are, is Waco, where we, of course, we right. get Fixer Upper right. and Chip and Joanna Gaines. So, are you seeing influences from that sort of media that where people are coming in looking for farmhouse type stuff, or is it independent of that? It's really independent of that. Okay, interesting. I think the the folks and we and and I might add there were we had a large crowd at this year's Good. show large crowd and when we say the traffic was really amazing good i would say really the people who come to uh are ones they just want to add a piece now maybe they have fixed up their home i don't know but they're looking for something that they know they can't get anywhere else ah there you go and that's the point of a show like it's unique it's unique and it speaks to them and it speaks to them and because, as I mentioned earlier, there are 50 venues at the at round top, they know that somewhere going down, and it's on one highway, it's fascinating, one highway, little town after little town, they're going to find that one unique piece. Mm-hmm. I've had, I had several customers come, well, I'm looking for uh, a certain sign that, uh, you know, it, it might, you know, it could be anything, but just a sign that I want to put up in my living room that I can't find anywhere else. So they're really, you know, they're very specific. They're really looking for that personal connection, something that resonates with them versus antique dealers shopping for things that might be a good investment. Could be a good investment and and good to sell. Okay. Now, one thing, the challenge, and and I was told this, and actually uh, Cynthia at Southwestern Elegance told me this, of course, the challenge has been for the dealers has been the internet. Of course, right? People go up on the they can order. They want simplicity. Remember earlier, easy. Oh, mm-hmm. however, what is taking place? Well, that's true. Coming back again to the authentic. Think about that. Yes, sure. You may order something online that is just what you've been looking for. It may be antique. But it's also that touch feel. People still come to shows. Why? Because they want to be able to touch it and feel it. Mm-hmm. And also find out really what the story 
is. Right, and to have that memory of the hunt memory. and the discovery and the exactly. falling in love with it and be able exactly. to tell that story. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Yeah, exactly. that's half the fun right there. Exactly. Now, while big furniture, overall, that's, again, across the board, has not selling as well, I mean, of course, there will always be those pieces that do at a show mm-hmm. like that. Because, again, that transport. And with the number of young people, as I mentioned earlier, if they're moving place to place, they're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to buy a big 500-pound armoire or a giant wood bed. Yeah, a big wooden bed. What they do want is something that they can convert. So if you'll see a little chest, for example, uh, that you might have seen in a vanity at one time, Mm -hmm. oh, they're taking that now and making, for example, a sink in their bathroom. Mm-hmm. You probably have seen yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Again, practical use for something that still speaks of time past. And I think the whole point, too, today, and, and I'll add this, even in the art, is the feeling of tangible. In other words, a piece of realism, and I don't want to veer off, mm-hmm. but you get the idea. Something, again, that they can hang on to, that they right. can feel that ground them. So let's go back to the trends then, because you talked a lot about the the wooden boxes being very popular, Mm -hmm. um, the architectural accents and architectural Mm -hmm. panels that could go on the wall. Right. Um, Tell us a little bit more about what other trends, design trends, are we seeing? Okay. I mentioned, uh, well, I have not mentioned, uh, but I saw wall hangings. Let's take, for example the uh, quilt or a bedspread. Sure, do people buy to put them on their bed? Yes, but really what they're buying them for is to hang on the wall. Oh, wow. And why? To take up colorful and color, color, color. Um, How beautiful it is if you have this large wall to put something like that up. Yeah, unique and handmade. Unique. Then when you move, you can just fold it up and it goes with you. You know, yeah, and that's true of an art of a painting as well. Something big that you can put, you know, again, accent, accent. So portable pieces, portable pieces with big impact, right? So pieces right. of artwork as well. Pieces of artwork, okay. Wall hanging. It might be a sculpture that you might see on a wall that's large. Again, that speaks to something that they connect with. Mm-hmm. It may be that sign. I remember I was mentioning a, a big coffee sign or a big some sign out of a of a restaurant that they might have gone to that they loved or something. Yeah, um, it's wonderful, and that's what it's about. Now I did glean the um, and again the people wanting easy uh, is certainly true. But again, for you designers and for you folks out there looking for your clients. Interestingly, the Tuscany look is still very much alive and well. That Mediterranean. The Mediterranean. Yeah. That is continuing. Even uh, with the, the trend toward minimalism? Even the trend towards minimalism. That's the interesting part. That's very interesting. In fact, it's almost, you know, wow, okay, <laughs> yin-yang here. Uh, a little, but they still like that. There's still that very... Interest, big interest. In well, that. yeah, and so what we're seeing too is is people like clean white walls, 
no trim if they're a little bit more contemporary or transitional, but then they like that really authentic, beautiful, Mm -hmm. almost sculptural piece of antique, whatever it is, a chest or Mm -hmm. table or a piece of art on the wall. And it almost becomes a specimen piece rather than Mm -hmm. a part of a whole sort of landscape of the same stuff. It becomes a singular, one-off, very special piece to mm-hmm. really you know mm-hmm. enjoy and really exactly and so that's what you're seeing is they're yeah and picking special pieces exactly okay now i was again uh cynthia who you know has been in the business for 35 years uh with her business her antique shop uh and she lives in kerrville actually ingram texas uh she was telling me that the trend on the um horizon is what they call the South African look. This is very interesting because, and Laura, you just mentioned it, the clean wall, the, you know, very defined. Less ornamentation. Less ornamentation. Mm-hmm. The South African look. Now, this, again, is in, in design of buildings and just the overall feel, even in the kitchen, could be in, you know, any aspect, is it's clean. It's also colorful. And that's oh, the big, I love that. big, big um, color. You know the you know the days of the beiges and you know the colors yeah. now being replaced by color. And if you look at a south and when they and really from in South Africa are these homes with color, but simple design. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful in that regard. Well, know. and I know we have listeners in South Africa, so if you're hearing this and you have personal. Uh-huh. experience with this we would love to hear more about it that would be wonderful would be exactly wonderful well and in fact we're doing show notes now for these podcasts so we will put some photos that Cynthia has provided to uh-huh. us to illustrate what this South African influence is looking like yeah so be sure to check our website we'll give you the address it, uh, in a little that's bit it's a huge influence and it's just on the tipping point to uh, move into even more interesting that she's already seeing it is already seeing it. that's yeah. really that's cool kind of glean that little piece of, of information and by the way for your listeners and i think you had mentioned even some folks in ireland uh-huh. um I, i've been to ireland love ireland and one of the reasons i did is because all the beautiful colors all your homes are different colors so mm-hmm. you folks out there in, in ireland would certainly love knowing that, wow, we're coming into <laughs> a mode. So, yeah. Yeah. That's really exciting. Really, very exciting. Now, where that's going, who knows? Um, but yet, it's, it's, it's a feeling that we all have. So the ornate is not there. Not saying, again, there are always people who will always love that ornate, you know. But no. Ornate, but only in small quantities. All in small quantities. Just a little not taste the, of it. Yeah. Not the gar- you know, garish. Uh, it was just like to the big heavy chandelier with all sorts right, of... Right, where it's everywhere. You know, everywhere, and every room you look at it is just like, you know, garish, you know. Well, because we get so much of that stimulation outside of our homes that we need a place to just calm down when we get there. We need a place for our eyes to rest, to take a minute, and just not have to see a lot of pattern and craziness around us. So this is making complete sense. Yeah. Well, very much so. And when you think about in today's world, uh, and you just said that word, stimulation, we are overstimulated. All the time. All the time. And um, it's a confusing world. I mean, and 
Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, why would we not want something that is that simple, that nourishing, that feeling of warmth? Well, and like you said, that connection to connection. to that legacy and those things yes. that endure that we can trust are going to be yeah. there tomorrow. Yeah, I feel That's good. Huge. You know, I come home, I walk in, and I see could be that box, could be that table, mm-hmm. could be that little that item. Or that little rocking chair, maybe, that mm-hmm. makes me think, oh, I remember when I used to sit in that chair at my grand, you know, grandmom's house mm-hmm. or my mother's home, for that matter. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I love that. feeling a warmth, feeling a connection. Yeah, the simplicity and the color. And, yeah, this is what is happening. So it was interesting, again, that bridging of... Of generations, and maybe that's what we're seeing too. And thinking about it, they're mm-hmm. not so separate. Because I was fascinated again with the young people that uh, came to the show and what they really are looking for. What's important to them? And what's important to them? Very right. interesting. Oh, I love all this. This is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Because each piece tells a story, and that's what we don't we all crave that. I, yeah, I would much rather have several really unique individual pieces mm-hmm. that ground me, that give me, mm-hmm. that give me a really wonderful memory of where that came from and when I mm-hmm. found it and who I was with and mm-hmm. who did I talk to and I'm going to remember the shop owner that I bought it from and mm-hmm. and how the stories we kind of mm-hmm. traded back and forth as mm-hmm. I was buying it and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where did we go in that beautiful spring day in Texas. When we, I mean, all of that is of part course. of the picture. Of course. Versus ordering it at eleven thirty at night before I'm about to pass out in bed on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ordering exactly. it online. Like, yeah. There's no personal. There's no story or no warm personal. fuzzy, you know, no. associated yeah. with that. There's no connection. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you mm-hmm. so much for sharing that. You're welcome. And I hope we get to have future reports from you from future. Round top shows. Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. As I said, it changes each, you know, with each show, even within the year. So we'll see what the fall show. Uh, fall show will be the end of September, yeah. beginning of October, and uh, we'll see what we'll the see if this will be. South African influence yeah. is, is really wrapping up. That's I'm, interesting. I'm really excited about it because I see it in my own home. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, it'd be great. So, yeah, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for being with us today. Oh, Laura, it was my my pleasure. Any any time that I can, I love to converse with you, and uh, I love you all. So. Um, Okay, so it's a, it's a love fest here. <laughs> <laughs> Mutual admiration Mutual society. society. Yes, that's, that's how we Thank roll. Thank <laughs> you. That's how we roll. You got it. Thank you. So to our listeners, what do you think? Were you surprised by anything that Susan shared? If you are interested in taking your own trip to Round Top, the fall show where Susan will be um, as a vendor is October the 1st through the 6th in Round Top, Texas. And we will be sure to link to the website to give you all the information in our show notes. And you can find that on our website. The address is hpdarch.com forward slash ahh73. Check it out. We'll put some of the photos that um, of the South African influence and design. We'll put some of those there and you guys can check it out. Meanwhile, if you haven't found us on Facebook or Instagram, please connect with us and say hi. Let us know what you're listening to and and what topics might be of interest in the future. 
Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.